Hi, I'm Dave Baker. This is episode 37 of It's Pronounced Zine, and on this episode, I'm going to be interviewing one Leo Mancini, creator, writer, and artist of Sharkman. Let's do it. Here comes Dave Baker with the show, talking about paper publications you should know. Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene. Don't be getting twisted. Twisted. It's pronounced Zine. Zine, Zine, Zine. 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 There you go. Um, have you been planning it for a while, or was it kind of like a, maybe I'll go look at these things? Well, so my parents wanted me to come out here for a while, and um, it's kind of embarrassing. I actually agreed to it because of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. That's so, that's very high praise. They don't know that, but like. Right, yeah, it, yeah. Um, well, then I, you've heard the show, so I'm sure you, yeah. you know I'm going to say, feel free to wear the headphones if you want. Yeah, and I'm going to ask if it's recording at some point, and it of will course, be. Of course, of um, course. Yes. Yeah, we could probably do that right now. Aristotle, is it recording right now? Yep, it's recording. Oh, wow. So there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would be Dave Baker. Uh, this would be It's Pronounced Zine. Who are you, my friend? Oh, I'm Leo. Uh, Leo Mancini. I make Sharkman, the comic. Fuck yeah, you make Sharkman. What, if someone was uninitiated and they didn't know what Sharkman was, what would you say Sharkman is? Oh, uh, so it's a comic about um, conspiracy theories, uh, mostly. Um, Wow, I'm doing a bad job selling it. Uh, There's like a (laughs) shark character. uh, The eponymous Sharkman, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Uh... Both a shark and a man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a reverse of a monster movie. Um, yeah, where Sharkman's the main character, and there's all these guy. conspiracy theories, and they kind of link together and make a network of interconnected stories, and Sharkman's the main character that you follow through it. You're making it sound way better than it is. I think it's fucking like... great. I think it's fucking stupid cool. Uh, I met you in Chicago, Yeah, right? C2E2. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is um, that where you live? You live in Chicago? Yeah, I live in Chicago. Um, yeah, that was a good con, too. Yeah, I loved that show. I was real surprised. Not necessarily because I had heard bad things. I've heard good things. But those large those large read pop shows, when you make your own stuff, sometimes I'm like, oh, is this the one where no one's going to give a shit and just want Deadpool drawings? But Mike Miller, the guy who organizes Artist Alley for read pop, does a great job. They're yeah. always really well laid out and... Granted, there are some people there selling Deadpool prints, but there's a lot of people who don't sell Deadpool prints. Yeah, I've never tabled at anything that big, so I don't know, like, um, the standard for how many stuff. It's okay. You're you're doing all right, man. How old are you again? I'm 16. You're 16, and you made an entire trade paperback of Sharkman in, like, what? How long did it take you? Oh, like, uh... I mean, probably a year. I think the first one was, like, two months. Second one... I did the second one really fast, actually, in, like, three weeks. And then the, the last one took forever, um, just because of school and everything. Yeah. I love it. That's crazy. You, you made... How many pages is it? Like, 70 pages or something? It's, like... Uh, I think the whole trade is 88, but then there's, like, pinups and stuff. So, That's great. Yeah, 70. Yeah. A pinup one by Buster Moody? Yeah, of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so. <laughs> fucking it's Ninja Turtles. Awesome. Uh, one by your buddy Finn Belknap? Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, his art is really... I wish I could, like, show it on a podcast. <laughs> no one can see. Yeah, yeah. But, he's really yeah. great, too, though, because he's your same age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of collaborations uh most of them don't get finished but yeah, that's like, that's life 
That is so. I'm. That happens now. There's so many things that Nicole and I have been like. What if we? Maybe we should. And it. We still haven't fucking finished it. So the fact that you guys or that you finished, uh, Sharkman, I think is very impressive. Um, and then of course there's a pinup in there by me too. Yeah, there is. Yeah. That was cool too. Like yeah. I like. Uh, I don't know. It's a little more like. I don't want to say abstract because yeah, it's, yeah, it's sure. a clear picture of something, but it's, <laughs> it's very stylized. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's partly because I was like planning on doing a giant crowd scene, and then I was like, I don't want to do. Cool. I don't want to do a giant crowd scene. This is so much time. I'm just gonna draw Shark Man. Yay! Yeah. Also, that's I think great. it took me a while to get you that. I don't remember. I feel like I should have gotten you that way before I did, though. Oh, it was fine because I was I was pretty lazy on putting that trade together. Like, well, regardless, you have a you have a, a whole book, and I'm really excited that it exists. Let's talk about you as an artiste, my friend. Mm. Do you uh, do you self-identify as a writer or an artist first? Because you wrote and drew Sharkman. I mean, I'd rather write because that's easier. <laughs> oh, but, so um, true. Yeah, um, or maybe not easier. It takes less time. Yeah, um, and then. Yeah, no, if I could get away with, like, never drawing anything, that would be all right. <laughs> um, Do you enjoy the process of drawing? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's fun, like, if you sit down and um, distract yourself from things. But um, it just takes so long. And um, Also, you draw in the goddamn dark, dude. Yeah, I, um, you commented on Instagram. Yeah, like, I, every time I see one of your videos, I'm like, bro, get another light. You're going to fuck your eyes up. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that though, because like it's easy. You go to I IKEA and you'd go and you get another light. I used to do the same thing. In fact, up until like eight months ago, I only had one lamp, and then I got three lamps next to my drawing table, and it gets hot as shit. But the drawings are so much better because I don't have to like work to see, which sounds like the most like dumb thing ever, but it's really true. Like something about all that light. Pump it into your eyeballs. Oh, I think I pretty heavily filter the Instagram pictures too. So like, <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing as well. I'm sure that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, you were saying if you could never get away with drawing, or if you could get away with never drawing again, you would. Yeah, I mean, I'm generally like a pretty lazy person, as I think most people are. So if I just like, you know, if I didn't have to do something, it. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I like that your version of being lazy is like, I'm going to write pencil, ink, color, and publish a three-issue miniseries by myself when I'm fucking 16. I love that that's your version of lazy. You know what most people do when they're 16? (laughs) They're playing Minecraft and shit. Oh, Minecraft doesn't... I don't like that game. (laughs) I don't even... I've honestly never even played it, so I couldn't... I couldn't tell you, but I'm just saying I'm impressed by the fact that you made a book. Like, there was a guy yesterday on Instagram. Seems like a nice guy. He's like 22 or something like that, and he sent me a message that was like, hey, how do you do this? Like, how do you make comics? How do you self-publish? And that's a very valid question because it's hard to figure those things out. But also, homie's 22, and Google exists. Yeah. So you figured it out. I feel like he could do. I figured it out. Yeah. I Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know, like, where I found everything, like, um, the resources for printing. Like, I don't know if I Google you, printers. Where did you get your printer that you made the single issues through? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> that's, uh, 
they just materialize. You just willed them into existence. Yeah, there I actually woke up is and no, they were there. Yeah, there is no Shark Man single issue. You just made it up. Yeah. This is all a group hallucination. I've been dead for 30 years or something. I yeah, you are Shark Man. This is the comic. <laughs> Shark Man is the real life. Um, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I'm part of this like group in the city uh, for other like self-published artists, and maybe one of them told me what printer to go to, but mm. um, then I don't know how I found them. So it's like... <laughs> how did you... How did You don't know how you hooked up with all the other... Although, like, how did you find out about that little clique of people? And are these people your age, or are they just, like, self-publishing people of all ages? Um, Finn shows up sometimes, and he's my age, but they're mostly, like, adults. Oh. Um, they get mad when I say that, because, like, they're young adults, but to me they're adults. Copy that. Um, uh, they... Is that isolating yeah. for you as a creator? Um, like, do you... I mean, it's... It's a little weird when people ask, like, did you do all this yourself? Which is, uh, I think that's a stupid question. Maybe it's not, and um, it is surprising that someone my age did that. But I think it's kind of weird, because I wouldn't be selling someone else's comic. Like, I wouldn't buy it in bulk <laughs> and then, like, distribute that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, you could be a collective. Aristotle runs a zine collective, and that's what he does. I guess, but, like, I would have a bad selection. It's, like, it's, one it's book. It's one book, yeah, yeah. It's one book with your name on it. yeah. Um, and also, like, um, my name's on the book. Like, of course they did it all myself. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe if there were other people's names on it. Yeah. Did you do Did you do the production and everything of the book yourself, too? Or did you, like, did the printer help you format files? What and, do you mean? Like, did you lay it out in, in InDesign? Did you, like, do the actual building of the book? Um, so... I um I laid out the cover as like a spread that has like the spine and the back cover mm-hmm. and then I fit all the files to what they the size they wanted it to be. I didn't do like spreads in InDesign. I just sent them a zip with a bunch of uh JPEGs in it. Oh, okay. They were okay with that. That's great. So, yeah. You know what I hate? Laying out books in InDesign. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I don't do it. I just make Nicole do it or someone else do it. Sometimes I pay people to do it cuz I want to fucking I want to do that. I hate InDesign so much. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those people. Uh, so, okay, so walk me through the creative origin process of making Shark Man. Um, How does it start? Yeah, so I think I just had, like, a lot of things that I wanted to see done in other uh, books I had been reading. Or, I don't know, I think it, it kind of started as a bunch of different ideas, and I was like, these these can coexist. Um so I, I was thinking, like, a sort of reverse monster movie type thing where, like, you know, a government organization experiments on some helpless creature. And then, like, for some reason, that creature is always the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, what if what if that creature was just, like, a very nice, innocent person? Mm-hmm. Um, so then the, the character of Sharkman kind of came to me. And uh, I don't know where Rabbit Man came from. She's... Different. Uh, that, that's my. She's my favorite. Maybe not my favorite part. My favorite part of the book is that Rabbit or uh, Shark Man and Edward Snowden are in a one-sided gay relationship. That's my probably my favorite part of the book. But, oh yeah. But other than that, uh, I love that Rabbit Man isn't a man. That Rabbit Man is like her last name, like yeah. Linderman or something. So she's named. Well, I thought that was funny, kind of too, because there's like the. Um, 
you know, you hear about, like, the Wolfman or something like that. Like, I really doubt that, like, the, you know, crazy farmer who saw that running across his farm, like, got a proper look at that thing's yeah, yeah. area. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I just, I don't know. Thought like maybe it's not. I now. love it. It's and, so funny. Yeah, I read that first page like four times because I was like, "Wait, am I reading this right? Is Rabbit Man a woman? Yeah, yeah, Rabbit Man's a woman. This is so great. This is so great." <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people just use like male pronouns for Rabbit Man too, and I don't like correct them because I want them to still buy the book. Right. But they're like, so I don't know that a lot of people pick up on that. But I think it's great. Um, anyway, I interrupted you. You yeah. were saying so you you wanted this kind of reverse monster movie thing where the protagonist would be this kind of kind, gentle soul. Yeah. Um, and I just have a lot of conspiracies. Like, uh, I don't know that anyone's going to read it based on this podcast, but, like, at a point... Oh, they like, will. Oh. oh, they will. Hundreds of thousands. Of, no, nah, it's not true. Right. Maybe. Maybe they will. Okay, well... If Last it, time when, uh, when uh, Noah was on here, I think we got three or four people to sign up for his zine... Uh, distribution network thing from the podcast. So, oh yeah, I heard that one. Um, yeah, Zenomatic. Like he had a lot of cool zines on there. Yeah, um, he's just, really rad. Yeah. All right, I'll go to his website anyway. Um, <laughs> you were saying? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I just have a lot of conspiracies. Like at a point, the Coneheads show up from S and Hell, and that came from like this one time I was trying to find all the old Conehead sketches because I think those are funny, and um, none of them were around. So my brain immediately went to, like, oh, the government is trying to block me from seeing the Coneheads because they're real. And um, they're mad at SNL for giving that away or something. Um, so, uh, you know, I I have this big wall with a bunch of Post-it notes. And, like, every now and then I just take some down and, like, combine them to see what would make a comic that works. And, I love um, it. Do you write, based on that stuff, do you write... Do you write a script that you're not going to draw just to be like I'm going to write this script and then you get to the end of it and you're like oh I'm going to find an artist or is it like you always write for yourself um well so often I write things for Finn and they don't get finished um <laughs> I hope you just make a giant collection of all the like one page to two page like false starts that have happened we could do that that would be a huge book I would l- I um, would read the shit out of that just like a like a like a brief breakdown of what it's supposed to be originally and then Finn's like two and a half pages of unfinished art cause yeah. he's uh, A he's an amazing artist like he's he really is. good yeah um He's going to hear this, and he's probably going to be mad at me for, like, how much we talk up his art. I think I it's great. Yeah. Why wouldn't we talk it up? Dude's a badass. He's a little, like, self-conscious about it or something. Uh, about how much of a badass he is, too. Well, it's, you know what? It's fine. He'll, he'll get used to it. Um, uh, if he keeps making comics, that'll, that would be a good thing. So, yeah. hopefully he keeps making comics. Anyway, so you mostly you, you write and draw Sharkman for yourself, and then you write stuff for Finn that sometimes just doesn't... Well, I guess I write other projects for myself, too. I think... That I don't finish, but I never, like, I never write something that I don't want to eventually be drawn or, like, right. yeah, something like that. So, like, I I intend to complete everything I start, but that doesn't always happen. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Well, that's not even really true. Because I kind of just, like, sit there and scream at the page until it's done. <laughs> I've been drawing this last action hospital for, like, a year, and I'm ready for it to not be drawn anymore. So, so ready. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, my scripts are really weird. Like, they're anywhere from, like, one page to 40 pages. Oh, wow, really? 
Do um, you break it down by by panel, or is it all just kind of like a weird outline of like this is what will happen? So yeah, it's a mixture, and it's like um, no one else can read them too, because. Um, like, the one-page ones, like, if it's a page-long script for a full issue, like, that's what I had for the third Shark Man. I had a list of jokes or, like, dialogue beats I wanted to put in there. And then I think there's maybe one scene that's paneled out. And then some of it's an outline. There's, like, this happens on this page. It's hard to describe. I don't know. I mean, that's great, um, though. If that's the system that works for you, you don't need to... Like, that's how Jim Mafu writes when he writes his comics. It's just, like, a very base outline with some dialogue sometimes. Oh, okay. You know, everybody everybody has their... There's no wrong way to make comics unless you're an asshole, and <laughs> then there's probably... A, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. Could, <laughs> I, I can imagine some wrong ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, too. Uh, taking a screenplay and putting three panels per page, that's the wrong way to do it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Um... But that's just a pet peeve of mine. Um, so you have all these ideas. You mold them into this kind of basic sort of structure of a script. How long was the first script that you wrote for Sharkman? Oh, well, um, so that one I was... I, like, actually wrote it like a real script that I would write for somebody else. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I broke it down into panels. And I think with the first two issues, that's what helped me get them done so fast, was I had a really tight and solid script. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason the third one is better is because I had that looser script. Because mm. um, with the first one, it's like I wrote all the dialogue. And then when I went back to letter it, I realized the dialogue wasn't that good. So I kind of, like, rewrote it as I put it in. Um so, like, I think the the lines are fine, but the conversations, are, they're a little weird or off mm. uh, because they were written over worse conversations. Well, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, just with, like, like I kind of, like, punched it up. Yeah, totally. Um, and then the second one, that's pretty much the original dialogue because then I kind of knew the characters. And then the third one, I, I think I wrote it in the lettering pretty much. Like, I had the, I had the concepts for, like, what each little beat was going to be but I didn't you know I didn't have the exact wording of it so mm. I don't know I haven't actually gone back and reread it since like probably since the third issue was printed so okay. I don't know that I'm when you when you're creating the characters because all of your characters have distinct voices and I'm specifically thinking about Sharkman in that he has this how would you describe it um, the way he talks yeah, like pretty inconsistently broken English. Yeah, like it's not like Yoda where there's rules. It's just yeah, it's uh, it, for me it it, it kind of reads like a mixture of like baby talk and Borat or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like he's like a very innocent childlike thing, but then he also has like just this weird inflection on everything, uh, and I think that's really impressive because when most people start writing, they just write in their voice. You know what I mean? Like. When I write comics, specifically when I was younger, everybody was just snarky all the time. Yeah. You know, everybody has the same kind of rhythm. And uh, granted, I don't know if necessarily what either of us is making is Shakespeare, but you definitely, you know, from the word go, had a very uh, delineated idea of the different characters and the, like, different narrative real estate that they take place in. Well, I just don't like my voice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know how long we've been recording this for, but I probably haven't said anything especially, like, 
um, well-worded. So, um, I, I don't know. It's just more fun to, like... And those those are, like, the characters that stand out, too, in, like, other things. But usually, like... Like, I don't think there's a straight man in Shark Man, which I... I mean, it's for better or worse, but... Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody. Yeah. Maybe the truck driver in the second issue? Who yeah, just... He's, he's, he doesn't do anything? Four pages, yeah. yeah. four pages. Um... But yeah, I don't I don't know. Like it seems like to me most movies you have like the one kind of wild card character mm-hmm. and Sharkman is a a book where everybody's that character. Mm. Um and uh I I don't know. Like something I worry about is like maybe it's going to be a little harder for people to empathize with anyone in that, but I think I think it's clear enough like good guy, bad guy and um I don't know. I think the characters are compelling enough to like like have you root for them without them being relatable Mm -hmm. i think it's relatable though on the level of like everybody at some point in time has felt lost or abused or taken advantage of and the whole book is just like fuck you shark man yeah yeah (laughs) um i have an essay in the back that's kind of about that part of it Mm -hmm. um because uh well, and it, it all, the essay is not, not exactly about that. That's, like, the last paragraph of the essay where it gets, like, personal or something. But um, I kind of realized it's very similar to Forrest Gump, which I hate. Because, <laughs> like, he's just running around and getting abused the whole time by everybody. And then, like, I mean, he's not the best at talking. He's not a shark man, but, like, he's he's a little slow, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's parallels. No. Um, what? Uh, oh, yep, yep, yep. No, 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 no. You can talk, pick it up. I don't know what. Uh, what books did you pick up? Just oh, on a segue. I just I want got, to know uh, this now. I got Spencer and Locke. Oh, I've, nice. I've been stealing this online, and I think it's amazing. So I thought <laughs> I'd pay for it finally. Um, That's great. Yeah. Um, what do you read a lot of comics online? Slash, do you pirate a lot of comics online? Uh, and this is always a fascinating topic to me because I have gone through periods where I've been cripplingly poor and pirated stuff online and then immediately felt so guilty and bought everything. And I'm always curious what the breakdown of people that buy or take stuff online is to actually buying it. Um, so, like, image stuff, I don't pirate. I mean, often I'll, I'll get the first issue to see if I like it. Mm. Um, and then if it's, like, anywhere, like, a, if it's good at all, I'll probably go buy it. Um... Because, you know, those creators need the money. Need the money like a motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. But if it's, like, like old stuff, like, more than 20 years old, I'll read it online. Unless it's, like, really good and I want to be able to lend it to friends or something like that. Um, but, like, uh, a lot of Marvel stuff that's... Or DC or whatever that's not good, but that's, like, you know, to keep up with whatever's happening in that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that things will make sense. Um, like that Watchmen crossover you hate. Oh, fuck that noise. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, if I start reading any DC comics again, they're not going to make sense if I don't yeah. read that. And I'm not going to, you know, favorite. Hey, I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions on you for reading it. Well, uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, I don't think that it should be a thing because the book should be creator-owned and DC fucked Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Uh, but that is no, you know, that's neither here nor there. There have been many podcasts... And interviews about me on the yeah. internet going like, fuck this, it's so stupid. <laughs> That's true. How do you feel about it? Um, 
I mean, I don't actually know, like, Alan Moore's net worth, but, like, he seems to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a, v- a bunch of videos of him online. I think he's trying to start a cult or something. I um, love it. Yeah, he has these crazy videos, right? Um, he's, like, sitting in a chair. Well, he, he materializes into an armchair with, like, a bad iMovie effect. <laughs> and, um, like... <laughs> and then um, he says something about, like, the occult and... Um, they're like a cult, like, um, like tutorials. Um, Fucking Alan Moore. <laughs> so I love bizarre. that dude so much. Yeah. Fucking so good. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think at a certain point, though, yeah, you're right. He's not getting, he's not getting Jack Kirby or Siegel and Schuster or something. But the book like is a milestone in artistic achievement artistic achievement in the medium and the fact that it's being just like fucked in a ditch by Dan DiDio is like really disturbing to me i yeah i mean i would i i think i agree with everything you're saying i just don't have like the like v- more visceral emotional <laughs> attachment to the book and it's a really good book and yeah um, yeah 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 um to be fair, though, I don't think most people have the visceral reaction emotion I have to most things. So, That's, you know, it's 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 perfectly sane for you to be like, it's a book, dude. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, I was kind of worried going on the podcast, actually, like... Why? Well, because I don't, I don't have a problem with this Watchmen thing, and I was like, he better not know that. <laughs> no, podcast. no. No, um, no, I don't give a shit. I mean, everybody can do... They, everybody's got to do what they got to do to get through the day. Um, but, but, you know... Yeah. Fuck Anadio and fuck Jim Lee. No, I don't know why they thought it was a good idea too. Like, what story did they think they were gonna tell? No shit. What? Yeah. I, the only story I'm vaguely interested in post Watchmen is whatever story Alan Moore wants to tell. And guess what? Alan Moore doesn't want to tell that story. So let's just fucking not do it. Well, wait. I, I heard this on this podcast actually. Um, wasn't there the thing where like, like some guy had to draw a two page spread of a mug of coffee? Alan Moore was working with this yeah. guy after. Yeah, and then he burned all the pages for that project. It's two different people, but yes, that happened. Basically, oh. uh, Bill Sienkiewicz, who was the original artist on Big Numbers, which was one of Alan Moore's kind of like big follow-ups. It's all about gentrification and strip mall installation in England, which sounds riveting. Yeah. I know. Uh, the sad thing is that does actually sound really interesting to me. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about gentrification and weird strip mollification of the world. Yeah. No, I'm um, sure it'll be interesting. So, yeah, they made two issues of it, and then they had a huge falling out because Alan Moore made Bill Sienkiewicz draw the same coffee mug, like, fucking four times. Like, a giant double-page spread yeah. of it. And he was like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore. It languished in, uh, you know, limbo for, like, two years or something like that. And then Kevin Eastman, creator of the Turtles, co-creator yeah. of the Turtles, uh, got Bill Sienkiewicz's assistant, Al Columbia, to finish it. And Columbia drew one issue and then got consumed with this obsession that they were asking him to draw like Bill Sienkiewicz. So he burned the pages before they were printed. So there's, there's only ever been three issues of it produced. And the third one is that only exists in like photocopies of the original pages. Huh. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, hmm. I don't know how I feel about that comic because like there was a two-page spread of a coffee mug. And like I don't... Yeah, no, who knows? I'll have who, to look who knows? It up to who pass knows? Judgment, but yeah, like, I mean, the, you can find the first two issues. They're around. It's, yeah. uh, it's interesting. It's all eight panel grids. Um, it's a lot of photo referencey paintings of people sitting in rooms talking. 
mm-hmm. which again is right up my alley, but probably not for everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, I like that kind of thing too, but it's just so weird too. Like, like you had to do the teacup four times, so that was like a really important thing. The uh, painting of it that's in the book is jaw dropping, but. Well, not four times. Like, are you kidding? You could do a whole fucking issue in the time it takes to do four double page spread paintings. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm just thinking, like, what kind of weird story, like, (laughs) point could there have been? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it must have been something really abstract or like. Yeah. Have you ever seen any of Alan Moore's scripts? I think I might have seen like a page of. Are they the like super intricate ones? I think they're like crazy paragraphs, which is like. I think I counterintuitive, like, the, like that's the for Vendetta one. Yeah, they're so stupid. Like, why? No, that's over. I mean, I know he gets charged with overwriting in terms of captions and stuff, but giving somebody three pages for w- one panel is just dumb. Like, no one's gonna read that. I wouldn't read that. Yeah. Um, I, I he uh, all right. I might get in trouble here, but he <laughs> seems like a little bit full of himself. Um. I wouldn't argue with that, but I think he also kind of deserves it to a large degree. But then also, I wouldn't argue with that he's, you know, kind of full of himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Um, but, like, hasn't he condemned, like, every adaptation of his work? Which um, is, again, part of me is like, yeah, have you, have you seen those movies? They're terrible. They are, but, like, like if someone made a Sharkman movie, like, it would have to be, like like offensive to like a, like they would have it would have to be like some manifesto like if Alex Jones got a hold of Shark Man and was like <laughs> all of this is real yeah like, only then would I be offended like He's just screaming about how they're putting chemicals in the water to turn us all into Shark Man yeah or yeah. like uh yeah buy my my <laughs> nutraceuticals to pre- prevent you from turning into fucking Shark Man and then he would just yell for five minutes yeah. um I, I mean I, I hear what you're saying but at the same time I think that it won't be super offensive for me to say that I think Alan Moore is shooting for something a little bit higher brow than... Oh, yeah, that... You know? Like, no, I, they're very bad movies, but um, I think the only crime in making them was, like, liking his work. Mm. So, um... Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, I... I yeah, I, I see that. I see that. Uh, I think specifically with him, too, he was just kind of dumb about it. And, like, sold the rights to the books with the assumption that the movies would never be made. Which is, like, yeah. why are you doing that? Just keep the rights to your movie if you don't want a movie made. No, that's true. But, um... And then I also don't understand him condemning them. Sorry, I, like, just walking back a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, uh, I guess he's not making money off of them because he sold all the rights. But, like, he's getting his message out. Like, more people are reading his books because those movies have been made. And, like, maybe they're, I'm doing air quotes, stupid people who don't get the, um, like, meaning of the book. But, I I mean, they're, it's like, it's a commercial for the book. It, it, or that's how I've seen those movies. Maybe somebody thinks they're, like, a complete thing. But, like, Watchmen isn't a very good movie. It's just like a... It's the book, but it moves. And yeah. Without the heart and soul and inventive uh, capabilities like that the storytelling has. Lifeless actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Alan Moore is a weird, mercurial person. Um, as we all are, to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, are you working on more Shark Man right now? Or are you working on your 
uh, Steve Ditko style zine about how Alan Moore should just love the movies that were made from his books because I want to read that zine. Uh, that would be interesting. Or like a parallel universe where he does. Oh, dude. Or or even better, like this guy writes all these shit comics and then people make really deep like thought-provoking movies about them and he condemns those. Yeah, and his name is Malin Orr. <laughs> yeah, that's a yes. good name too. Yes. Uh, if you do that, I'll draw the cover with my left hand. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. I'll make you redraw it four times. <laughs> I love it. That's so um, good. Um, yeah. Well, sorry. No. Um, yeah. So you're are you working on any new Sharkman stuff, or what? What? What's the next project that you're doing? I am. I am doing more Sharkman. Uh, I have a. I'm doing a fourth issue, and that's kind of a. It's not really a one shot. I think it. It's like a self-contained story, but it's um. It's kind of like those like movies that get the bad reviews because they're building up a bigger universe. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing a sort of two-parter for five and six. Hopefully. None of this is made yet, and progress has been slow. But, um, yeah, no, hopefully it'll exist. I had a really good story um, for the fourth issue about his, like, involvement in the 2016 election, his unwitting involvement. And I think that was a pretty solid story but like it got to the and then point. it actually happened where they just announced today that there's a shark man that's been puppeteering <laughs> yeah. donald trump it's colluding with yeah. the rabbit man mm-hmm. um no i well i that one wasn't even about trump like that wasn't what i was why i didn't make it i didn't make it because there were a lot of like like do you remember ken bone mm-hmm. he featured prominently in that issue mm. um can i just say the pitch for that yeah issue? Go ahead. all right yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it's it's your book you're you're the creator I yeah i guess know. this one's never gonna get made so this so is it like doesn't a, matter yeah yeah the, the inside scoop the yeah. it's pronounced zine fucking digital exclusive <laughs> <laughs> it was um it was about uh oh okay i might like jump back and forth in the yeah, issue because i forget to say things uh but it um so shark man is like at the end of the at the end of the my water bottles on the ground at the end of the third <laughs> issue He's captured again, and, um... Poor shark man. Yeah. It doesn't go well for him. Uh, but the, um, the people, like the men in black, um, learn that Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer, and they need, <laughs> they need to stop him from being elected president, because there was that conspiracy. Um... So they get uh, Sharkman, like they have Edward Snowden say, like, oh, we'll run away and change our names after you do this one thing, but you can't mess it up. And uh, Ken Bone, who's like their top agent, um, to go assassinate Ted Cruz. And um, they get Ken Bone in, because uh, do you remember like the controversy with him after yeah, like, with Reddit? Yeah. yeah, what he said, like, uh, pregnant women are beautiful flesh submarines. Yeah, no, something really it's weird. It's awful, yeah. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. Everyone has thoughts like that in some way. Everybody's got weird <laughs> bullshit lurking in the back of their head. It's just hilarious that it took, like, two days for it to come out of yeah, yeah, well, he he had all those Reddit threads. So, like, they got him in by saying, like, they can expose all that about him. So, um, Ken Bone and Sharkman are going on this mission, and... Um, the whole, like, theme of it was kind of, like, how hard it is to break out of cycles because Sharkman keeps getting captured by these people. And then that kind of parallels, like, Ken Bone's porn addiction, which I don't think is really addressed in any media that much, or at least that I've consumed. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I think most people probably don't even remember. I mean, I'm sure they remember him, but, like, in terms of a broader media context, 
Yeah, well, no, but also just, like, porn addiction. Like, there's oh, not, yeah, no, like, a absolutely. movie about that. Um, so I, and I also thought that, like, like, it's kind of not, like, a big enough deal in society that you have to be, like, sensitive about it. So I think you could, I think Sharkman could handle that issue and have it be funny, but also, like, kind of... I, I don't know. The issue was not about porn addiction, listeners. Um, that, that was, that was no, like a the, page-long joke. Yeah, yeah. Meltdown Comics website now has a giant banner with your face on it. It says, oh, Leo Mancini says, porn addiction A-OK. You giving a fucking thumbs up. <laughs> I approve. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, anyway. Um, so then uh, they go to get Ted Cruz, but on the way, they have to uh, protect... Arnold Palmer because he reveals this conspiracy that all those like famous people who died are being killed by like the people who have the rights to their work. So like Prince, they killed him to sell more records because oh, like it. it was huge. So Arnold Palmer like knows that he's next because iced tea sales would skyrocket <laughs> if, if he was killed. Um, so they have to protect him. Um, and then uh, I think I think they murder Ted Cruz and then it turns out not to be him. Mm. And uh, somehow they find out that Arnold Palmer was the Zodiac killer the whole time because the timeline actually adds up over there. Mm. Um, and then they're like, when at this point it's the general election, um, they've already failed the mission. So like the the men in black um, put Ken Bone in the sweater and set him up with a question that'll make him a meme because um, they failed the mission. Um, and uh, the Zodiac killer runs away somehow and is trying to be president and is disguised as one of the two remaining candidates, but they don't know who. So they're like, oh, this Trump guy's kind of an asshole. Should we kill him? We don't know because the other person might be the Zodiac killer and we might make them the president. And then it ends on that sort of bleak note. I love this. Um, and you just decided not to do it just because of the timeline, like the the uh, datedness of the jokes maybe? Or like why? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like... um and also, like, I didn't want people to, like, read political stuff into it. Because mm. um, I, or, like, um, actual satire. And also then, like, like as the election was happening, more and more conspiracies were coming out about, like, the Russia thing. Um, so I don't want people to, like, think it's that. And I also want to leave that door open if I want to do something with that. Totally. Um, and it... Yeah, again, a lot of people don't remember Ken Bone. A lot of people don't remember that Arnold Palmer died. Um, it's one of those things where it's, right now you're in the weird middle ground of, like, it's not... It's it's too far from the original instance to be timely, but not far enough away for it to be like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. That's... Give, it, give it X amount of time and then do it, and then you'll be heralded as this... Fucking genius! Um, okay, so that was that was gonna yeah, be four. Sorry, that was a long tangent. No, no, that was great. That was great. So that was gonna be four, and so you have a new story for four, and then a two-parter for five and six, and yeah. then are you done with Shark Man, or are you just gonna keep making it? You think? Um, because well, when we, I think when we talked in San Diego, not San Diego, Chicago, uh, you had said that you had a third issue, and then you were gonna go do something else. Um, yeah, I mean. I would say one through three is, like, a pretty complete story. Yeah, um, I would agree. Uh, so I kind of, I don't know, I was feeling things out. Um, I think, 
at that point, I was still, like, I had this issue for pitch. And at that point, I was kind of undecided on, like, whether or not I should do that. But then a new idea came in for four where Sharkman, like, fights Walt Disney's frozen head. And oh, that's... I love it. Yes, give it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll be fun. Uh, I don't know, though. Like, I don't know how the series is going to do without Rapid Man. So I think that'll be, like, mm. the test. Like, You have to figure out who the new big bad is. Yeah. I mean, Rabbit Man's probably going to be back. Like, that's like. No, don't spoil it. No! There's no, like, plan. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, So, uh, you're working on this book. Yeah. You're in high school. Uh, Finn, who's one of your friends, makes comics. Yeah. And then you were also telling me that you have, like, a group of kids online that you also make comics or you talk about making comics with. Yeah. um, That group hasn't been, like,. Super active. Um, someone in that group. I, I, th- I feel like I should open this so yeah, I can like, show you stuff from Darkman, even though no one can see it. Yeah. Um, I'll describe it. Yeah, someone in there did a pinup for Sharkman, and hers was really good. Um, and she's just really good at art too. Um, and you, everybody in this group is like 16, 15, 17 ish. Oh, I think some people went off to college actually. Um, well, they're dead to me recently. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. She did... It's the first one in here, actually. This one. next to. Oh, Western. wow, that's rad. Yeah. Yeah. And and she sent, like, a million sketches for, like, other designs that are pretty awesome. Wow, this is really cool. Yeah, it's like a... I don't know. How would you describe that? It looks more kind of animation-influenced, I guess. And it's... And it's very kinetic. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It's, it's uh, zombie bait art. Yeah, that's her uh, Instagram. With two Zs. Um, this is great. And then old, uh, old dirty, uh, old dirty and Buster Moody. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, I love that guy. Finn, me. Hey, yeah. look at that. That doesn't yeah, look bad. It turned out great. Yeah. I like the tones too that Nicole did. Yeah, Nicole did the. She did great tones. Um, I've been talking with a couple publishers about picking up Action Hospital and. They the back and forth has been, well, we want it to be color. And I'm like, I don't want it to be color. I want it to be like this. I want it to be oh. a single tone. And they've had a couple people do auditions for it, and each time I'm like, no, that's not right. Like, you're not making enough choices. So my low-key plan is to just be like, Nicole, stop drawing your comics, which are amazing, and I'm going gonna, gonna to win Eisner someday, and just tone my comics. <laughs> That's not my plan. That, that's terrible. I would never do Why that. Why do they want it to be in color? Um, there's a fallacy in American printing that color comics sell better. Um, it's probably true, right? Uh, I don't know if I buy that. I think this trade looks great, man. Oh, thanks. Super nice. Um, Your quote's on the back. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Um... Uh, swearing on the back too. Oh, should have thought that through a little bit better, but it's fine. Um, let's be real; that's fairly germane to who I am as a human. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I, I don't know if it's true or not. I think so often people put the cart before the horse on that and say that black and white comics don't sell, even though one of the largest print booms in the last forty years was black and white comics, which produced hundreds of successful books, the least of which were fucking uh, 
Teenage Mutant fucking Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. No, that's also true. That's true. Scott Pilgrim, The Walking Dead, Akira, most manga. Like, on a sheer numbers level, most of the comics produced in the world are black and white. They yeah. They just happen to be in Japan. Um, which is a little well, bit Apple. Walking languages. Dead isn't like... It's not just black and white. Like, there's a lot there's of gray tones. tones. Yeah. yeah, but in terms of a publisher mindset, that's still black and white. Yeah, okay. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I uh, I also just like black and white comics more, like mm. just as a personal huh. aesthetic. Um, yeah, I think Action Hospital looks uh, really good in black and white. And, like, the way your art is, there's a lot of... Like, I don't even know how it would look with color because there's a lot of, you know, there's, like, little white squares on things. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know if that would be a different color. Or... Yeah, I don't know. That's why I've been going back and forth with so many people of, like, trying to figure out what the proper way to do that. Um, also, I love trying to describe art because <laughs> saying there's, there would be so many little white squares on things sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds so like bad, weird, but it's like, so true. Pixelated. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, no, it's very layers. true. Like, I, I draw, I put tons of weird little square things on shit. Um, uh, how do you feel about the book? Tell me about what it was like when you first held it as a physical copy. It was... Um... It was exciting. Um, it was on my sister's birthday, which was really awkward because... Because uh, you're like, I don't care about you, sister. Well, n- no, I wasn't like that. My parents were like that. Oh, what? No, they didn't say that. But, like, like she was, like, opening gifts or something, and then it came in the mail. And then, uh, or if, I don't know, to, like, the sort of awkward, anxious person, it felt like that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they were. And then, like... Um, we had some friends over, and my parents, like, were trying to show it to them. Like, I was happy that it was out, but it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't, like, jumping up and down. And then I was worried because um, it felt like I was doing it really late. Because my goal was I wanted to do the three issues in the, um, the summer before my sophomore year, which was last year. And, um, yeah, and, the, like... I don't know. I got I got worried with issue 3 too cuz I like I mean I had a I mean I had a job at a summer camp, but that was like for the first 2 months of summer. And um like if I had actually sat down and drawn every day, I probably could have had the third issue out back then. So I don't know what the feeling is, but it was just I felt generally bad that it wasn't all completed or like I was wasting my time. Hmm. And I felt like I was wasting my time while I was drawing the book. So it was like the most <laughs> irrational feeling. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. And um, I think that's why the third one took so long, too, because I was like, what if I never finished this? Is that something that you have distanced yourself from now that it's, a, now that it's been around for a little while? Or do you still have those feelings? Um, I mean, so this came out in the summer. I would have liked to have that around during the school year so I could sell it at school. Um yes and no like I'm definitely happy with where I am in comics like you know I made a book um and that's good I probably shouldn't have said that uh, why I don't know it's kind of like personal or something it sounds dumb but no, I don't think it sounds dumb I think that's the whole point of A this podcast and B for me why I spend so much time talking to idiots about making comics because it's this weird isolating somewhat terrible but also the greatest thing ever 
Like, you know. Yeah. You sit by your home by yourself at home all the time and you like fucking grind on these pages and you're like, maybe someone will see them someday. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's how you, I feel. <laughs> do you uh do you feel like going forward? You'll be able to meet your own deadlines better, or is that something that you? You're... Oh, absolutely not! Like I, next year is junior year, so I'm gonna be doing all kinds of like dumb school stuff to get into college. Um, so I probably won't draw that much, mm-hmm. um, which isn't bad. Like earlier, I said I I didn't have to draw, and comics would just appear. Yeah, that'll be fine. Um, I think I think I can probably get another like paperback out by the end of high school but i don't want to jinx myself Mm. um yeah no i don't know um is is comics what you ultimately want to do like are you going to go to school for art or are you going to go to school for something else or what are you so i have no idea um that's totally okay (laughs) thanks uh yeah no i that's my goal but i'm not i guess um if i go to art school i'm kind of like putting all my eggs in one basket. Like, I'm just throwing a lot of money and time at being good at something that's pretty competitive and I might not be able to, like, make it into art. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd rather have, like, other skills to be able to get a, like, normal job and then... Make yeah. comics on the side? Yeah. Yeah. And then hopefully, like, they'll get picked up by the biggest publisher in the world. And Yeah, like, yeah, Marvel yeah. will pick it up and they'll they'll totally start making Shark Man movies, even though that's not how that works. But it's fine. We'll talk yeah. about it like it does. Yay. I can condemn them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can be in the corner being like, that Shark Man movie was shitty. <laughs> Violated the core premise of fucking Shark Man. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's not Shark Man. He's not innocent enough to be Shark Man. That'll be like the new running thread on this show in 30 years. Like, yeah, yeah, Instead yeah. of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ruined. They fucked yeah. over Leo. They <laughs> fucked him over. Um, yeah, no, I I think that's totally okay to not know what the fuck you're doing. I think it sounds pragmatic, pragmatic that you're thinking about getting a day job. Um, Sorry, I feel like I've had really bad answers, and they've all kind of been like that. Like, no, I don't know. That's okay, man. That's what it is. Life is a weird exploration, and sometimes you don't have to. Sometimes you don't have the perfect answer, and then sometimes you do. And you can say, fuck you, DC. It's not true. I love a lot of things that DC's making. Fucking Doom Patrol's great. I like it a lot. I don't like that young animal stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, young animal really likes how weird young animal is, and nobody else really likes how weird young animal is. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nick Darrington's art is pretty fucking dope. Oh, yeah, he's actually really cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's not for everybody, but I, I really dig, uh, I really dig specifically Doom Patrol. I'm not going to front. I don't read the other books. I don't care. Yeah. I read Cave Carson and that was, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I I flipped through it and I think Nicole bought the first couple of shoes and I was like, yeah, this is fine. I don't don't care. It's just like very surreal and trippy and like, I could probably get LSD for cheaper than I could get (laughs) Cave Carson. So Mm -hmm. like, I don't. It's just images being thrown at you. Mm. Um, and then they they think they're very emotional, but there's nothing, there's no actual connection. It's just, it's like, I, I mean, I don't mean to like kiss up to Action Hospital, but it's, <laughs> I love it's trying to, it's trying to do that sort of like Action Hospital adventure time thing where it's like this really surreal setting, 
but telling a human story like BoJack Horseman or something. But there's no human story being told. Like they just like they end a conversation with a silent panel and they think that that means that there's going to be some emotion. Like they uh, they have a formula, but not um, nothing to plug into it. Mm. Like, they just know how sad comics are structured, mm-hmm. but not... It's like somebody read a bunch of Dan Clowes, and then was yeah. just like, oh, all right, fuck it, put this weird Silver Age character in a Dan Clowes comic, but strip away the thing that's most interesting, which is Dan Clowes. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. It's funny, I hadn't thought about it in those terms, but I, I pretty much agree. Um, yeah. But also, I love Gerard Way as a human, so most of most of the Doom Patrol thing I like is like, oh, I can see Gerard Way doing the Gerard Way thing and also Nick Darrington is a fucking beast. Yeah, he's actually pretty great. I should probably finish reading Doom his, Patrol. His, his fucking robot face designs where they have those like weird polygonal structures. Yeah. I don't I don't know how he does that. I don't want to draw that on every page. That's, that's fucking so hard. But that dude's just like, fuck it. I'm gonna make it look like I'm not even drawing. This just like flows out of my arm. <laughs> So good, and his like pencil drawings on Instagram. Oh yeah, God, yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, I've I, my my interest in big two superhero stuff has been waning the last couple of years, and every time he posts one of those, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe Spider Man is cool. Yeah, uh, you know what? Maybe Captain America is dope. I don't know. I, I agree with you about the big two, but I think every now and then there's like a gem. Like, did you read Vision mm-hmm. at all? Vision mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. I Dude, thought. Yeah. Gabriel, what's his name? Walter. Hernandez. Gabriel Hernandez. Yeah, Gabriel Hernandez. Walter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that dude's fucking amazing. And also, it takes it goes back to what you were saying before about it's an emotion based book. Story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's an issue. I think there's a whole issue where they don't leave the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you which number it is, but I remember that issue. Yeah. No, that was really powerful, too, because, like, um, he had, like, the eye of his son or something, or his own – he played, like, a – I don't know. I haven't read it in a long time. <laughs> but he, he played a video of his son playing catch or something who was dead. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Comics are great, but sometimes the business of comics just bums me the shit out. Like – I know. <laughs> I'm an avid fan of this show. <laughs> it's so fucking depressing sometimes. Um, but that's why I think it's so fucking rad that because I figured out how to, you know. Do it on your own, yeah. Do it on my own. And also, I was mostly just going to say, like, literally tour the country slash the world. We're going to England in three, no, yeah, I heard about six that. weeks, something that's like awesome. that. And you, you guys wait. went to Canada, too. Yeah, yeah, so I went like, to Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we... You know, we've managed to figure out this weird formula that allows us to make comics and merch and then travel to shows and not have to dump shitloads of our own money in, which to me, that's like all I've ever wanted. Like, yeah, I just want to make things and then have them be self-sufficient. And obviously, I would like it to grow and maybe get a deal somewhere that doesn't fuck me over and whatever. But the fact that, you know, I met you in fucking Chicago and the fact yeah. that, you know, like you said, we went to Canada and meeting people in those places that make their own things is so cool and gives me so much hope. Like, yeah. so often I, you know, everyone's talking about the direct market collapsing and the impending variant cover boom imploding and all these terrible things. And then I go to a show and I meet you and you're like, hey, this is my comic. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. This is why I love comics because it's literally just one person in a basement and you made a whole world and there's a fucking crazy female secret agent person named 
cat man or a rabbit, rabbit man and a fucking weird anthropomorphic shark alien dude <laughs> and Elvis and like Illuminati dudes. It's fucking rad. It's so cool. And I don't know. I really like comics. You can keep going. I'm oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really like comics. And I love that they are independent of these large corporate apparatuses or that they can yeah. they can be independent of these large corporate apparatuses because you can't make a Transformers movie outside of a studio system. Yeah. Well, I mean, all that being said, though, like, like if some huge publisher called me up and they were like, we want you to write this comic, like, I, I don't want to name a comic, but like, let's make up a shitty comic. Let's call it Suicide Squad or okay. something. How about yeah. Spawn Aside Squad Liefeld? Spawn yeah. <laughs> yes. Spawnicide Squad Liefeld. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. It's basically just like Liefeldian drawings Suicide of like squad Suicide Squad Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. Yeah, we got all the bad stuff in there. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but if they called me up and they were like, Leo, we want you to write this, um, I would do it. I would say, that's my favorite comic. I'll, <laughs> and I've already written it. Yeah. Like fan fiction or something. And then, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm like young and idealistic and okay with selling out at this point and I'll get over that. But like, I, I mean, I mean I'm, an opportunity is an opportunity, I guess. Yeah, I, I, uh, I am in a position right now like that with my day job where I just booked a movie gig that is not, you know, 100% ideal, but it's perfect because it's exactly what you're talking about. Where it's like, oh, this is a stepping stone to bigger things. Yeah. And sometimes that's, you know, being an adult. Are you allowed to say what it is? Uh, not this one, no. Oh, okay. I'll tell you when it's off the air. When okay, off the air. cool. Uh, yeah. Awesome. But I, I'm excited. Uh, I like I like writing movies. I like making comics. I just like making things. Yeah, no, it's satisfying. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about how you started reading comics. Usually that's kind of the formula for the show, which I'm sure you know, where we talk yeah. about that stuff in the beginning. But I love... Sharkman. I want to talk about Sharkman. So let's talk about how you started reading comics and then maybe a little bit about your experience tabling slash going to conventions and zine fest and stuff. That was one time, but yeah. I I'm, but I'm, about I'm that. curious yeah. about that though because I. Like, let's talk about the comics. Sorry, yeah, first. anyway. Let's talk about the comics first. Um, then I'm curious about specifically the yeah. logistical side of that for you. So I mean, um, like I read the newspaper. Uh, I liked Calvin and Hobbes a lot. Like we have, you know, the red books that come in the box? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, like in second grade, like I had those memorized. Like if you told me the first two panels, I could tell you the rest <laughs> of it. Um, cause I read them like every night religiously. Um, and then, um, Moomin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. No, I loved Moomin. Um, I still do. Um, so those were, I think those two things, if you're talking about like started and then, um, I mean, yeah. And then it just kind of, when did you make the jump to reading floppy comics or? You know, comic books as opposed to comic strips. Oh, I mean, I read digitally first. Um, oh, okay. Like, I think I, like, with the Comixology app, uh, I found out that I could get those on there. And um, I don't know. I don't think I started reading print comics until maybe middle school. Oh, okay. And then... Um, How old were you when you started reading the Comixology app? Uh, like, fifth grade, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how if Comicsology has been around that long. So maybe I read it somewhere else. But um, something like that. Yeah, some yeah, digital, digital form. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like that has impacted the way in which you read comics? Uh, 
I mean, I had already read, like, Calvin and Hobbes and stuff in print, so it wasn't, like, shocking to see comics in print. Um, maybe a little bit the way I write, because, um, like, you know, you swipe it and you can't see the rest of the panels on the page. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. but uh, Yeah, but so does that mean when you write, sometimes one of your shortcomings could be that you don't take into account peripheral vision? Where you would have a reveal on the bottom of a left-hand page where well, it should be on the top of a right or a page turn or something? Um, no, actually, I think I think I was worried that I would have that problem, and I I think that's... I don't want to brag, but, like, I think that's something I do well in Sharkman. Like, I think there's there's quite a few of those in the last issue where the reveal is on the right part of the page for that reveal to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, like, like, I read the Scott McCloud book and everything, so I... Um, no, I don't know. I don't actually think it's that different. And also, like, I had been reading print comics for a while before I started making comics. Mm. So. He was just giving me the, we're at one hour mark. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, no, that yeah, it, it has no about, impact on you. Oh. We're going to keep talking. He was just letting me know just so I know how long we've been recording. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck you, Aristotle. Fuck you. Your beard is beautiful. I love your beard. Aristotle just left the room. Um. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I don't know. And also, like, the first comics I made were digital. Like, I wasn't going to pay money and print them. I didn't even know that I could do that. Like, I, I, I didn't actually think this through, but I kind of had this idea in my mind that, like, all the printing presses in the world were in some big warehouse that the <laughs> big two used. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I didn't know that you could have that and without um, getting signed to a publisher. Um so yeah, I had a, when did you when did you first start looking into that? Like, was that after you had drawn Sharkman number one, or would, had you tried to print other stuff? Um, I mean, I think I, I think maybe eighth grade was when I started making comics because before then, I had tried animation and um, it didn't. I mean. Again, this is just back to laziness. Like, I could draw an image once, or I could draw, like, 100 billion times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at that point I was, like, kind of wondering if I could. And there were a lot of places that I found online that would print, like, a, a booklet or a brochure for a real business. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking through those. Um, and I don't know that I – like, I never wrote something for print. And then that was kind of, like, my deal with myself. Like, if I finished Shark Man, I would get it printed so that people could read it. Um, and also, like, no one wanted to read my webcomic, so I I thought, like, maybe if I have something real, they'll be more interested, and mm. so far that's been true. I'm barely true, but, like... I mean, it's definitely true for me. I put Action Hospital online for, like, fucking four years. Crickets. I read Action Hospital online. I read, oh! like, I read four issues of that online. And then I was, like... I mean, to be fair, though, I read it online, and I was, like, I'll just get this in print when this guy comes to C2E2. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. I relate to that, especially because that Action Hospital site's fucking janky as shit. It's awful. I need to... It's one of the long list of things I need to do. Uh, But right now I have to book a bunch of weird hotels and trains and shit for Europe. So that's... It's taking precedence. Um, Yeah. Probably top priority. Yeah. Ugh. Life. Um, Is it on Comixology? Action Hospital? Uh, Action Hospital's not, but Suicide Forest is, and I think maybe Fuck Off 1 is? I don't remember. I know oh. we did a bunch of submissions. I gotta get Suicide Forest. That sounds like a really interesting Oh, book. man, I should have brought it for you. I didn't even think about it. I kind of don't remember. Did I give you stuff at... 
you gave me uh, Professor Cuties, and I. Right. I should have brought you more stuff. I'm an asshole. I'll send fine, you. I'll send fine. you. I'll send you shit. You're giving me a shark man. I'll send you shit. Oh, thanks. Um, um, you don't have to do that. Like, I'll buy it from you. No, nah, no. Nah, I'll I'll send it to you. Uh, oh, here. Wait. I have one more thing to give you. Actually. Uh, something's happening on the podcast. <laughs> we can like dub an interesting conversation oh, yeah. over this. Yeah, yeah. This is not the thing. I didn't. Is that revival? Revival. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, wow. I made revival. Yeah. Uh, no, here it's an anthology. Ooh. Uh, these are a bunch of people who do stuff in Chicago. <gasps> this is that group of uh, adults. I have a story in there. There's a lot of other people's stories. This is that group it's of awesome. adults. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This is great. Um, that's really... Uh, it's interesting to me that... I mean, it makes sense why there's not a scene of younger people that you're a part of. Uh, because when I was making comics at 16, 17, uh, there was not a scene of people. There was me, my friend who is my, my age, and then a shitload of people who were like in their 30s and 40s. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and I found it isolating as shit. I was like, what? That sucks. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a little harder to talk to adults, but there's not... It's not even It's not even necessarily that it's harder, or it's just a... It's just a... It's weird because you can't hang out with them. Like, Yeah, it, yeah it, I guess it, for, like you, for, for me it was just more of like a... It was just a sheer style of communication or like a... Um, I don't know who this person is, but they're looking for somebody. Um, I don't know. It was more just like a common shared language or something that couldn't necessarily be reciprocated just because, you know, as you live and experience life and, oh, this is yours, dope. Yeah. Um, you know, shit changes and warps and a lot of people when they get older forget how to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just my experience. A lot of times, these, if Even these people I'm, hear the podcast, they're going to just hear that I agreed that they forgot how to be fun. No, I'm, but, I'm not saying anything about them specifically. I'm just well, saying individuals well, who have lived, they don't want to. Like my friends and I have this term called air guitaring, where uh, a bunch of my friends and I went to the National Air Guitar Championships, which is exactly oh, what it sounds like. Yeah, that's, it it was so stupid. It was people standing on stage, dressed in costume, air guitaring to famous rock songs for yeah. like three hours. And it was great. One of our friends went as Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> He's dressed as Jean-Luc Picard. Fucking, you know, yeah. headbanging and playing dumb guitar solos. Um, there was a bunch of people. They all had shticks or whatever. It was me, my partner at the time, our two friends, and one of my friend's new girlfriend. And everybody was into it, except for the new girlfriend. And... At the end of that, we were all like, yeah, she just does not know how to air guitar. And it became this kind of saying we would all say to each other whenever we would meet somebody that could kind of click into that dumb common language of, like, we all like to do stupid shit. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I mean sometimes where I, when I was younger making comics, it was somewhat isolating due to the fact that some people didn't air guitar. Well, no, and I think that's true. But then, like, once you meet someone who doesn't know how to air guitar, like, that's where like the blockage is for me because it's like do you fake that you don't know how to do that like do you act like an adult and fail or do you like act like a kid and look foolish yeah um so i don't know man this 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 young woman's thing is fucking awesome 
Oh yeah, Kelly she Lee did. Miller? She did the cover. Uh, she's really good. Yeah, her shit is dope as fuck. She has this so comic uh, Clawboy that's really good. Uh, Where do I, I find Clawboy? Is there a URL on here? Uh, no, I think it's in print only. Um, I mean, can I order cool. it from her? I, can I ask her next time I see her? Yeah, that would um, be great. Yeah. You have my email. You know how I to get a hold of me. Email. Yeah. Fucking Clawboy. Man, her shit is so nice. It's so refined too. Yeah. Very simple geometric shapes. But then there's like a lot of detail and lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. This is riveting for people at home, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of lines yeah. and shapes. Yeah. Kelly Lee Miller. Your shit is dope, my friend. And I want to read more of your comics. Um, yeah, this is what I do whenever I go to different places. I buy whatever the bullshit local stuff is because there's no distribution network for comics because Diamond's a fucking monopoly. Yeah. Um, and when we were in Chicago, I went to Quimby's and picked like up Quimby's. a fuckload of zines. My favorite one uh, was called Spuds Malone. Do you know that one? No. I don't know if he's a local dude or not. I, it's just It was just on that big wall in the back with all the like zines and shit. Yeah. And Spuds Malone is... An anthropomorphic potato detective comic. That's awesome. So he's like Sam Spade, but a fucking potato. And it's drawn like Ralph Steadman. <laughs> so it's just like crazy expressionistic. Like the person looked like they used their left hand and had a seizure while they were drawing. It's really, Wait, really cool. I might. I think I might know who that is based on your... Not, I mean, not personally, but like yeah. I think I might have seen something else by them. But yeah. All I've, I only have Spuds Malone, issue number two. I couldn't find the first one there. And right. then I looked online, I and their website was out. down. Oh. Um, but there is a Gmail account in the back of the book, so theoretically I couldn't email them, but I'm lazy and kind of forgot until right now. Oh. Um, yeah. Spuds Malone, though, for people looking for weird indie recommendations. Uh, Sounds awesome. Let's talk about you tabling, my friend. Oh, yeah. So I tabled once. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. So it was at uh, Chicago Zine Fest. Um, it was with that group of adults. Uh, I love that you keep saying adults. It's so funny to me. Yeah, they think it's weird too, but like they're definitely adults. Um, I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying the gap between you and adulthood is very small, my friend. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you don't know my life. I can't tie my shoes. I eat macaroni and cheese every day. <laughs> I've literally never used a urinal. <laughs> you, you're like milestones for adulthood. <laughs> no, I'm kind fairly strange. No, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what every adult utilizes as milestones. It's literally can urinal you tell you use urinal use. So fifty percent of the population like no, just not. aren't adults. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, they're not. yeah. no. Okay. I don't understand, Leo. What's the matter? Why are you fighting me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. Uh, I've been an adult for a long time. I've been using a, a urinal since I was like seven, right? Just saying. I've been meaning to try it, but it's <laughs> not happened yet. Right, okay, so you, yeah, you table anyway, with, what's table, the name of the collective? Oh, uh, Let's, let's make, make Comics let's make Chicago. Comics. And they're uh, Let's Make Comics dot Chicago on Instagram. Oh, bum, 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 bum. let's make comics slash dot uh, Chicago. I, there's no slash. I don't know why I said slash. That might even be wrong, so I don't know. We're going to go but, with that it's right. Yeah. Um, so you tabled with them. Yeah, I tabled with them, um, but, like, they all had their own tables, too, because um, pretty much 
what they did was they all sent out applications and I didn't because I'm new to this. Um, so, like, I was at the, like, group table, but, like, everyone had their own thing, so no one was there. Um, so it was, like, pretty much your... my table. And yeah, I was yeah. there, like, all day. Like, someone was there for maybe the first couple hours. And then, um, like, my shift was two hours, but then I just stayed. Hmm. Uh, I don't actually think I stayed all day, but I was there for, like, a good four or five hours. Oh, cool. Um, tabling is super fun. Mm-hmm. You get to talk to people. Um, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. No, I, like, uh, there were there were some, like, awkward things. Because um, I'm just not the most socially capable person, especially around adults. Um but, like, in general, um, like, I sold a lot of comics. Uh, Sounds like a win to me. Yeah. And there was, like, the whole thing, like, I don't know. I had this really good pitch for Sharkman where there were, like, a whole bunch of, like, like I figured out, like, who was attending Zine Fest, what they were attending it for. And then I had, like, a pitch that had, like, all these, like, little, like, hints that, like, hey, maybe there's something you like. So then they'd ask about that part of it. Mm, what, what, um, uh, let's, let's role play it. I'll be the zinester. Like, oh, what is this? This is my comic, Shark Man. It's about uh, conspiracy theories. And then usually they'd be flipping through. So, mm-hmm. like, um, they'd be looking at a page and I'd, like, point something out to them. Um, and, like, I guess the main talk... Like, I think a big talk... A couple big talking points were, like, the Coneheads and... Um, Elvis. Elvis is my favorite. Oh, I don't think anyone asked about that. Fuck uh, them. But, they don't, yeah. They're not adults. <laughs> Yeah, they can't even use they can't they, they can't even use urinals. <laughs> um, but uh, the relationship with Edward Snowden was huge because um, there's like a big LGBTQ zine community. So mm-hmm. like, if a comic features that, they're you know they're more interested. And also, in it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that he's so, like in a one-sided gay relationship with him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I um, that was that was my problem was that like because. All these things were really funny when I first thought of them, mm-hmm. but then, like, you know, I wrote the joke, I wrote I wrote the line, I penciled it, I inked it, I colored it. So I've I've spent, like, four hours thinking about all these jokes. So Only them are... four hours? I envy you. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The comic making time, mm-hmm. thinking about all these jokes. So I would say something that was, like, totally off the wall, but with a straight face, because I'm just, like, tired of the fact that Sharkman has this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and people... Like, I got some weird looks. That was the problem with it was not that I took the comic seriously, but that I um, said things so straight-faced. Mm. Um, I think I've been doing that here, too. Uh, no, no, I, I, I relate to that. Uh, my pitch for Action Hospital is, oh, this is my book, Action Hospital. It's kind of like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind meets Men in Black set in a hospital. And then if they seem interested, I keep going. And if they don't, I stop. Usually I keep going because I just barrel through because I'm like, fuck you, this took four years to make this book. I'm going <laughs> to tell you about this goddamn book. So uh, the next part is, yeah, it's kind of about grief and trauma, trying to move through things, as well as dumb shit like werewolf, koalas, super intelligent plants, and laser swords. And usually werewolf, koalas, or super intelligent plants get some sort of attention with like, what does that mean? And then oh, we go from there. I just tell people when I'm recommending Action Hospital, I say, read this, it's really sad. <laughs> And and then I give them the book, and I walk away, and uh, so they can't, like, turn it down. And then usually they say, like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Be normal next time you're giving me something. This is really sad. It is really sad. Um, 
but I think most people probably don't have that essay draw the same way you or yeah. I would. Because uh, I would read something that somebody was like, read this, it's really sad. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, uh, so you tabled at the show. I did. Um, I don't remember if we've talked about this before. Are you in the group that I run? The Facebook group? Yeah. Um, okay. Not super actively because I don't. Yeah, and you, you don't know, need I don't really to be. You're, use you use Facebook because I'm not I'll, an adult. But yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Only adults who use urinals have Facebook. Um, uh, no, I just wanted to make sure that that resource was there if you needed it. So if anybody is listening to this and they don't know about this, I feel like I talk about it fairly regularly on the show. But I run a Facebook group for people who make their own comics and zines to know when convention application deadlines are. The name of the group is Let's Do All the Conventions in parentheses, and take over the world. Um, so uh, if you want to know when to apply to C2E2, which is right now, I think. I think oh. it just opened. Oh, the application? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, that's like 300 bucks. Never mind. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, if the, those types of things, if you're a creator and you want to be more involved in those things, come hang out with us on the internet. It's a closed group, but I approve everybody who fucking applies basically unless you're that one guy uh who was obviously just an indian citizen who didn't actually speak any english and just kept copy and pasting photos of deadpool into the group for some reason um (laughs) i banned that guy but that's literally the only human i've ever banned from the group um i'm sure he did that because he was involved in some sort of facebook algorithm scan thing and had to show that he was active in groups or something (laughs) yeah um what's that guy's facebook I don't remember now. Contact. Yeah, I don't remember. You you friend him, he just keeps direct messaging messaging (laughs) you. Deadpool photos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so uh, are you going to try and do more shows? Because I feel like, how much is the book? How much do you sell it for? Ten, twenty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000? I usually do 15. 15? Um, If I go to like a big con and I'm just trying to get it out there, I might do 10. Mm. But yeah, usually 15. Um. Yeah, I mean, you could totally make back the money on... Zinefests are cheap. They're like 30 bucks. Yeah. And that one I didn't have to pay for, so... Hey! Thanks, Let's Make Comics.Chicago. They're the best. Um, you guys are so adult. <laughs> All you guys, you just totally know how to use urinals and eat <laughs> things other than macaroni group. and cheese. We don't even... We, we, like, we work on the page at the urinal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up. Exactly. You've got a special urinal rig <laughs> to be like a, a, a drafting board and then the urinal part. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that went dark. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've you've tabled at uh, Chicago Zine Fest. Um, cake is there too, right? Yeah, I didn't get into cake. Fuck cake. I didn't get into cake either. Yeah, well, I thought that, and yeah, I thought about saying that on a podcast, but I was like, I probably won't get into cake next time if they hear that. I don't uh, give a shit. But also, nah. we were talking about the food cake, not the Zine Fest cake. Okay? Yeah, no, so. Mm-hmm. Com- Let us Chicago in. Chicago Alternative Comics Expo, maybe? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know anything about it, actually. I, I know it's supposed to be a good show, and I know it's two days, uh, which at this point is basically just my requirement. is like, is there going to be weird indie stuff, and is yeah. it two days? And I really want to get in, and they're the best. And that food cake just it sucks. Screw <laughs> cake. Fuck, like. fuck cake, man. Yeah. Um, so... You're here in L.A. You've been here for three days. Yes. Have you done L.A. things other than going to see schools? Oh, we went to In-N-Out Burger. Hell yeah, you did. What'd you think? 
It was good. Um, there seemed to be like a lot of like secret things, um, mm-hmm. but but the menu is really short. Um, so we everyone's really friendly here. They just like talk to you, which is really cool. We met this guy, and he told us that they have like a Neapolitan shake where they mix those. So I got that, um, and I got the what do they call it? Like the so- the spread. Mm, um, the spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the other things that you can get there that you aren't can on the get? Menu? Uh, the secret menu is you can get. Uh, I think it's called a triple down, which is like a Three, three burgers. Patty burger. Wow. Uh, you can get animal style, which is basically like, what is it, Aristotle? It's like grilled onions and spread. There you go, grilled on- grilled onions and spread. Oh, cool. Thank you. I've never actually ordered it, so I don't really know. Um, you can get uh, grilled cheese, and there's one wait, or two other things. Why would they have the grilled cheese off the menu? I know, right? Like, wait, isn't that funny? Don't they have to like buy bread for that? I guess I don't really know, but I've I've never actually seen anybody order one. I just know you can. Ooh, I might try that tonight. <laughs> you you leave here and you and your dad go to In and Out Burger. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one right down the street. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, what are you shaking your head at? It's like the busiest one. I'm just oh. saying. He doesn't know. <laughs> It's the, I don't know. Where are you staying in L.A.? Um, we were staying in Claremont uh, oh, okay. in this like, little hotel that's in the town uh, part. And then I think because uh, we're, we're like immediately doing UCLA and then leaving tomorrow. So mm. we're staying in L.A. tonight. Oh, cool. Where in L.A.? I don't know. We haven't actually gotten to the hotel. I think around UCLA. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, there's a lot of stuff around there. Yeah. Since it's a college area, there's a lot of restaurants and cool shit. Um yeah. Uh, you guys haven't been to Amoeba? Do you know what that is? It's a record store, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's a record store, but it's also like a... They have movies and comics and books, and it's it's a warehouse, basically. Oh, um, awesome. Uh, and it's just down Sunset that way. We drove past it. It looked it's, cool. It's yeah. real cool. It's real cool. Um, obviously, Meltdown. Yeah. Uh, which is... It's all right or whatever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to take home those Tintin in the Congo posters because that shit's racist as fuck. Oh yeah, Tintin is the worst. But didn't that guy like Tintin. try to educate himself though? Yep. Later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he evolved as a human. Stopped being super shitty. I I appreciate that, even if he still has like a yeah. So did Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy worked for like. The literal McCarthy administration. Oh, yeah. Like, and he was really rad up until he kind of got killed. Yeah. Fuck. Why is the world so terrible? Yeah. Um. So you may or may not be moving here, theoretically, for college. Yeah. Oh, that's in like two years. Yeah. Are you Are you thinking about potentially going other places? Um. Yeah. Um. Probably not out of the country. Um, I think this is as far as I would go. I mean, this is as far as I can go, I think. But, um... Yeah, it's the the other side of the country from where you are, yeah. Yeah, um... No, I don't... Again, I don't know. Like, everyone always asks about college. Uh... And then I just make something up, but, like, something weird so they don't talk to me, like... You're like, like I'm they, gonna ride the rails. Yeah. High school. Well, no, I usually say that I'm going to, like, dentistry school or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I make up a weird reason too, like uh, like I collect teeth, and then they're like, and it's great because then they don't talk to me, and like if I'm lucky, they tell their friends not to talk to me, mm. so I like mm. repel adults at like Christmas parties and stuff. 
my parents don't know that I do that or say those things to adults. Uh, <laughs> I, I love it. I have a talk with them. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Um, do you, uh, what time is it right now? Do you, uh, 6.10. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a project that you're currently working on with Finn right now? Yeah. And this one I'm psyched about, but do we have time for me to say it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was just checking the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know what your schedule is. So. No, I mean, well, we can go until it naturally feels like it's winding down. Or we can stay here all night and talk about urinals. <laughs> that would be a weird episode. It's it would like, be a it's really a 12 hour 12, podcast. 12 hour podcast. Like, just urinals from the one hour hours, mark on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, um, it's a comic. We took. So, since I have a lot of time, uh, I often like will sort of comb Wikipedia for public domain characters that no one did anything with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found this one that was, like, totally stupid and the worst character. But, um, like, I, I thought of an interesting spin we could do. Um, he's, like, this magician character. He's called Diamond Jack. So that gives you an idea of, like, mm-hmm. the kind of book it is, like, the 40s. Um, and he has a magic ring that shoots lasers and lets him disguise as other people. And it's kind of this, like, occult comic. Um but, like, a 40s occult comic back when the comics code wouldn't let them show, like, werewolves or anything. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he fights, like, witches and zombies. Um, and um, I liked this idea of this ring that let you descri- disguise his things and also, like, this whole demon world. Um, and also that this guy, he's sort of, like, that sort of, like, sleazy, charismatic, like, James Bond type. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but then... You know, I, I think it was like 1 a.m. or something. So I, my mind was all over the place. And I was like, what if this wasn't the surface character? It was actually this like 80-year-old woman who wanted to be that that person um, made this deal with this demon to get this ring. Because in the comic, it's just like this other guy who makes that deal. And they're like five pages and they're really bad. You should. I'm going to. They're right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to absolutely <laughs> look this up. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't know how clear my pitch is because I'm kind of rambling. But, um, yeah, he steals this thing. There's this cool villain, the Green Devil, who's a devil who's green and, like, can resurrect armies of the dead. I bet they all use urinals. Maybe. Do dead people pee? No, they don't because they don't consume liquid. That wasn't my question. I mean, like, <laughs> like does all the pee leave your body after you're dead? Um, are you just you literally asking that or are you being facetious? I don't know. Yeah, when I mean, you, when I you mean, die, I don't know you, if that happens. When you yeah. die, you defecate, yeah. Really? Yeah, as a, as a human oh, being. That's when so you, gross. Yep. And every time somebody gets shot in a movie and dies and they don't shit themselves, I'm always like, man. <laughs> Which is every time, because that'd be really <laughs> weird for there to be an emotional beat of, like, Marion Cotillard dying in fucking Dark Knight Rises, and all yeah, of a sudden you just hear... <laughs> but yeah, you, you, oh, you wow. release whatever you have inside of you when you die. Oh... Yeah. That's not good. We get real dark on <laughs> it's pronounced it's Zine. Okay, anyway, sorry. Yeah, they all use urinals. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to write that in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's it's about, like, not wanting to be yourself and also, like, sort of putting on a facade. Um, we had this, like weird conversation about like whether or not that meant the character was trans Mm. and whether or not we could write that 
But, like, there wasn't that much time where the character is this old woman because that person doesn't go out into the world. Like, they don't leave their... I guess it's an apartment. It's one room. Hmm. It's not really clear. But, like, they don't leave that without the ring so they can go out and be this, like, young man who's killing all these demons. Um, uh... Yeah, and it kind of it kind of evolved from there, and there's like a whole backstory that hopefully will gradually be revealed if we do more issues. But it it was just how many how many pages has Finn drawn? Mm, three. I love it. He's gonna get mad if I that's great. If I say it lower. No, that's um, great. You know how many pages? That's more than two. Two. That's true. We had this other project that was really cool called Death Bus. And oh, we should have finished Death Bus. Death Bus. Our English teacher loved Death Bus, um, surprisingly, because that's not like an English teacher name. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that one was cool. The literary masterpiece that is Death, Death Bus. Bus. Um, yeah, a bunch of like like a fencing team, an adolescent fencing team in high school. Like their bus breaks down during a zombie apocalypse, and then they. They just kind of, like, trick out the bus with all their swords and, like, broken wood. So they have this, like, Mad Max death vehicle. Um, it was it was fun to um, write. And they're, they were all kind of based on, like, people we knew very loosely. Mm-hmm. But, like, the people knew we were using them in a comic. So we yeah, could, yeah. like, lovingly make fun of them. Um, it was just fun. I but love then this. we didn't make it. Um, no, make death bus. It's really hard to draw bus seats. No shit. Because I was, I was penciling pages for that, and um, he was inking, so I could be really lazy. I was like, like I would write the word bus seats on a, a square thing, and then, um, <laughs> yeah. That's really good. It was fun. How, how many pages did you get in? That one we had, like, 12. Like, we were almost at the first issue. Completed. Dude, dude, you got to finish Death Bus. That's so rad. I want Death you Bus. Want Death Bus? I mean, the other People one sounds great, too, yeah. but Death well, no, Bus Death sounds Bus is so smarter. fun. Death Bus is like, like if I were pitching one, I would pitch Death Bus, but... Um, Death Bus sounds like a fucking weird direct-to-DVD horror movie that's, like, meant to happen. Like, I need Death Bus. Like, have you ever read Deathbed, The, Beth, the Bed That Kills People? I've or heard seen of that, yeah. yeah. Somebody did a stand-up about that. Oh, uh... Patton Oswalt. Yeah, Patton I like Oswald. him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um... Anything with death, like really. I mean, honestly, you could say any inanimate object and death, and you death chair, the chair that kills people. Yeah. Death lamp, the lamp that kills people. Death, death portrait cool. of Chris Hardwick. <laughs> <laughs> the portrait of Chris That'll Hardwick that kills people. I wouldn't see that movie. <laughs> I would see that movie. I mean, I'd see any of this. Um, uh, I I want deathbed or death bus real bad. Um. Yeah, and then there's, like, zombie bears and stuff in it. Like, oh, I love it. I love it. And you're almost at the first issue. Is the first issue self-contained? or would No, it be? not at all. <laughs> I don't even think there's... Ooh, there's not that even that much action in the first one. Um, Making them wait. Yeah, but, like... Like, okay, I think Death Bus would be a good thing if it were completed, but it's not, like, fun to make. Mm. Which is the... Because there's not action on every page. There's not even zombies on every page. It's, like, kids hanging out on a highway, like, with a bus. Um, (laughs) And, like, like, a cool bus sounds like it would be fun to draw if it had spikes, but then eventually, like, it's not. Mm -hmm. Because it's a bus and it's hard. I don't know. 
I still say that uh, that sounds like your magnum opus, and I want to read it real bad. So if yeah. you find the time, you've sold one to me. All right. Endorsed. <laughs> um, are you working on anything else right now, or are those mainly the two things? Ah. Uh, no. I don't. Oh, yeah, actually, I have another thing that I'm trying to get Finn to draw that he just straight up doesn't want to draw 100%. Tell me about it, and we'll bully him into it. All right. Um, we won't bully anyone into anything. I'm being facetious. I'm well, not saying I'm going to bully some fucking 15-year-old kid on the internet. But also, Finn, draw this fucking thing. I'm sure it's wait, cool. Wait till you hear the idea, because you might not <laughs> say that. Because Finn told me if I tell this to anybody else, they'll think it's dumb. Um, I feel like Death Bus has won you so many brownie points that it, it doesn't really matter what it is. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll read it. Also, I'm making Finn sound like an asshole. Like, no, he's, he's a sweet not. Guy. Like, no, he's was, a real sweet guy. Like, I kept him up till 2 a.m. telling him the following pitch... And, um, yeah, no, 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 no. Any, any hatred of this pitch is well-deserved. Okay. Um, but anyway, there's this, uh, owl with, like, arms. Um, that's it. That's the comic. No, Soul. Uh, yeah. Uh, Arm owl. There's an owl with arms for no reason. Um, and, uh, the owl is owned by this, like, really rich, uh, old aristocrat who dies and leaves all their money to the owl. So the owl uses the inherited wealth to become a Batman-like superhero and, um, carrying a chainsaw, too. And it was called, like, Chainsaw Owl or something, um, which I thought was badass, but some might think it's weird, Dan. Uh, I'm, I'm sold. What more do I need? Vigilante wielding a chainsaw who's an anthropomorphized... It's not even anthropomorphized. They're it's just, just small, like, but yeah, with arms, arms to hold a chainsaw, so they can fly and hold a chainsaw. I love this. Um, and then uh, the villains were like this collective of um, sort of Lovecraftian, like, like what's the movie with the guy who the blue guy and he has needles in his head and he's got like his his a gang. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like those guys. I don't know if I'm talking too loud. No, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah the, the Cenobites. Yeah, those guys. But similar, there's this character called Wolf Snake, who has nothing snake-like about him. He has three ears and three eyes and two, like, wolf snouts and, like, a character who has a cube for a head that has an eye on all the sides and just a bunch of, you know, weird 2 a.m. drawings that I uh, made Finn look at. Um, Finn, you got to draw this, my man. And they're you gotta all, draw this. They're all in this prison where all the societies from the different planets send the worst people, which is kind of cliche, I guess, but, like, it's in the middle of Earth, and the owl is realizing this whole thing is breaking out. And there's, like, some virus or something, too, but I don't know. That sounds rad. I'd read that. It's just the visual of an owl with arms wielding a chainsaw. I think it's cool, yeah. I think it's cool. That's, a, like, a good first issue cover. Like, I would yeah, it's, look and, at that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you know this, but, like, a bunch of, you know, the old Silver Age comics, like, all those... Jimmy Olsen, Superman Pals, and Legion of Superheroes, all those comics were made because somebody drew a cover, which was just like, Superman is an ant now. <laughs> or the Legion has to fight an anthropomorphized piece of sugar. And then they had to reverse engineer a story. And you already have the story that goes with the crazy fuck-off cover of an owl with arms and a chainsaw. <laughs> chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, and that owl had this, like... I, I don't know if I could describe his personality, or her... That was another thing um, that we didn't know because the owl is just this really hardcore character who's constantly referencing like insanely intense things that they did. And there's one line where the owl references having performed their own sexual reassignment surgery. So we don't know what pronouns to call the owl. 
Um, but, um, yeah, well, they just say a lot of things like that, and, like, they only really respond to people with one-word answers, so I I wish I could think of these. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have started describing the owl's personality because <laughs> now I don't know where to go. Um, How many issues do you think that would be? million. A million uh, issues. Get on it, Finn. Yeah, Finn. Come on, we're trying to we're trying to make some comics here. Um, I don't know. Hopefully three, like an arc, like Sharpen. Okay. Word. Yeah. Um, what is your website, my friend? Oh, uh, LeoMancini.com. But uh, I don't like update it a ton. I have a I have the old web comic from middle school, like two issues of it. There were four, but uh, two issues. And then I think I mostly use Instagram. If, if you're trying to get people to follow me. I absolutely yeah. am, yeah. What uh, is your Instagram handle? Uh, at LeoMakeComic. Make singular like I made one. Mm-hmm. Comic singular. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, my my Shermstagram is uh, at xDaveBakerX. Uh, same on Twitter. And my URL is heydavebaker.com. Um, how have you, in a closing statement, how have you enjoyed your time in L.A. so far? Oh, it was all right. It was cool. <laughs> I saw some colleges. It was all right. It was cool. I saw some colleges. End quotation mark. Leo Mancini. My friend, thank you so much for talking to me about yeah, thank Shark you Man. so much for having me on. This is so rad. I hope I did okay. You did great. You did fucking great. Least of all, you did great making this dope-ass book. Fuck yeah. Oh, wait. Will Meltdown sell these? You should talk to them. I have, oh, okay. I have no control over that, but they should. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, word. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Baker. If you'd like to find more of my comics at zines, you can find them at heydavebaker.com or you can find my webcomic at theactionhospital.com. Find me on Instagram at xdavebakerx, same on Twitter. And uh, come find me on the Facebooks, just Dave Baker. Uh, if you'd like to find the show, it's at milkcomics.com, uh, and it's obviously named, it's pronounced Zine. <laughs>